the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning, fellas. How are we? I'm good. I'm good. good. Morning. I'm good, too. Good morning. I'm doing well. Thank you guys you. staying cool in Poway? Nope. <laughs> it was hot yesterday. Oh, it was, was, it was, was quite, warm. House, yeah. quite warm. I Lots like of temperature records tied or slightly exceeded, but nothing. It wasn't that bad. Well, Days suppo- are short, but it's supposed to supposed to rain Tuesday, perhaps. Monday. Well, I I heard Monday originally, but I guess they're that's why changing we, their tune. That's why we do not put down fertilizer until it starts to rain or until we're a little more certain of the forecast. Yeah. See, usually I I don't want to go out and put fertilizer down when it's raining. Yeah, I yeah, would prefer to stay in the house. I understand, but if you want to make sure that the rain is going to water it into your soil for you, well, typically we have to wait till it is actually raining. And you have to make sure that you're going to get enough rain that it's going to it's actually okay. water it. Yeah, exactly. I figure what the heck. If it doesn't, then you're going to have to water anyway, so then you just follow up with your irrigation. Well, that's, you that's my theory. You can do that, too. You're sticking to it. That's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. I think there was moon last night. Beautiful, clear nights, though. And yeah. and it has been warmer at night, so I'm not freezing in the morning. No, it was actually it, it was yeah. Uh, it was. As I was driving in this morning, it was uh, 56 coming across Miramar, so it's not it's, that's it's not bad. bad at all. No. And uh, and that, it was either Venus or a a jet. I can't. It's Venus. It, 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 I think it was, it was Venus. Venus. It's yeah, really really bright I this morning. Keep doing that every morning when I go down to let out the chickens. Is to is it moving? Nope, yeah. that's not a check coming in. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty pretty bright. I, I do have, after the cold of the last few weeks, I have some footprints in my lawn slash clover from where I walked across it while it was frozen, and now those footprints are dead. <laughs> oh, interesting. That's funny. You crushed it. Yes. Uh. Yeah, I had quite a bit of cold or frost at my house after. I think we talked about it once. Yeah, that the, the frost advisory. advisory was for one day, right? And I had very little frost, but the subsequent three or four days, we had a lot of it. We mm. lost a papaya. Just you did from the top down, just black. My, wow! My neighbor's papaya is still intact, and it has only had minimal damage uh, damage to the top of it this year. Which... We haven't we haven't had hardly any frost out at my house, although my Bermuda lawn has gone dormant. So now I can see where all the um, Nuts edges, no. yeah. so I can go through and I got to go through and spray it all, spray right, it, right? Get rid of those green uh, green patches all over the place. Can we go away from uh, garden for a moment? Sure, Mark Mahady. Yes, Super oh. Bowl. I'm sorry, the really, really, really big game. Well, I mean, I know we're in Southern California, but I'm rooting for the Bengals. Well, I obviously right. Who's going to win? Though? The Bengals. Okay, bye. Uh, field goal. Excellent. All right, you've heard it here. So now go bet that other team. Exactly. Mark has, Mark has <laughs> go, taken the go Bengals. Go bet the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go Bengals. Should be a good game. Yeah. It should be, be interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we have going on today? Uh, garden classes in both stores uh, in San Diego at 9 o'clock. It's going to be garden bed 
garden bed preparation with Richard. And in Poway, uh, we have a special guest presenter, and it's gonna, the class is going to be How Orchids Rebloom, and it's going to be with Chuck McClung. And he will also have his books there and will be signing books after the class as well. Um, Monday the 14th is Valentine's Day. If you haven't picked something up, um, both stores are going to be open and have all kinds of stuff that you can pick up for your For your last-minute shopping. Yeah, we have lots of roses, but they're not cut flowers. No, lots of roses, they're but not plants. in bloom. Yeah, but, they're um, they're both, coming along. And, and, yeah, both, yeah. Both, I, yeah. and both stores do have some some gift ideas as well. Oh, very, very true. Uh, let's see. Next weekend, Saturday, February 19th at 9 o'clock, it's going to be Planting Citrus with Chris in San Diego. And at 9.30, it's going to be Staghorn Fern Care with you. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. Should be a good class. It'll be all right. Yeah. Normally, we like to wait until we have good storms to knock staghorns out of people's trees. And yeah, off their they get, so they get too heavy exactly. to, to pick up. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then Monday, February 21st is President's Day. And both of the stores are open regular hours. Um, With gifts for President's Day? Yeah. If, if you want to get a gift for President's Day. And Sharp Orthopedic uh, Physical Therapy will be closed in honor of President's Day that day. There will be no physical therapy. Oh. In case you were wondering. Okay. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> Grossmont Orthopedics, I'm, not Sharp. I was going to say. I, I just know. thought it was strange that they would. Anyway. That they would close? Yeah. Yeah. That's a holiday. Yeah. It's a Everybody's looking holiday. for a day off. All right. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Under the uh, San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation website, today and tomorrow, um, San Diego County Cactus and Succulent Society is having their show and sale in Balboa Park um, in the patio and also in uh, room 101, I think is the That's the one. That's, 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 the, everything that's the 101. Is. The 101 in Costa del Prado. And next weekend, the 26th and the 27th, and I might actually have to go to this, the uh, Mycological Society is having their fungus fair. And that is a fascinating, fascinating show. Now, was that the – is that a rescheduled fungus fair or was the other – oh, no, it was the orchid show. You The you orchid did. show got canceled because right. of you do. COVID. Because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. Although March is right around the corner, so right. that means the big orchid show – Correct. Should be coming up. I don't know. It, that's not listed under under the uh, yeah. botanical garden. That's usually uh, at but the, it's usually at the Scottish Rite Center. Thank you. I couldn't think of the name of it. Um, although I heard they might tear that down. Oh really? Well, yeah. yeah I guess with all the redevelopment they're talking about down Mission. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. It's hard. It's hard to say. Hard to say. Uh, if you want to give us a call today. I don't know what the phone number is. 888 Give us a call. I did not have my 344-1170. Let's see. Can we talk? We're spending the day tomorrow in Balboa Park, actually. What are you looking for? Balboa Park. Just just to go hang out. I'm going to go into the science center first and then other things. Okay. The Super Bowl means nothing. I'm not sure why this came up, but may I talk Fig Newtons for a moment? I was just going to ask you about that. So, where does the name Fig Newton come from? Well, Fig Newtons were created in 1891 by the Kennedy Biscuit Works in Cambridgeport, Massachusetts. They had named many of their other cookies for nearby towns and almost called it the Fig Shrewsbury before Newton won out. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It does it? Well, yeah. It's just from a local town. I, I would guess have preferred so. Shrew- yeah. Shrewsbury. Yeah, yeah, the taming of the Shrewsbury. Yeah. Would have been a sounds like something from a Willy Wonka movie. Uh, Schnozberries, different. What What are you looking at me like that, well, because George? <laughs> I've been scheduling classes. I've been doing things, and every time I mention a class, you say something about Fig Newtons. Fig. Now I understand why you've been waiting to say that. Yes. For, <laughs> yes. All week you've been wanting to tell somebody about this. I bought and I some never fig- let you say it. You know, it's really more of a like a cake. I think according to their commercials, I like my Fig Newtons, and I had some this week, and then for some reason I thought. I think that's because of a town. So I looked it up, and and you were correct. Lo and behold, it was because of a town. Now, how many B parts do you think are in there, or wasp, wasp parts? Oh God, who knows? It, they, they're kind of crunchy, though. <laughs> so, no, so many seeds inside, so you'll yeah. never know. Well, that's good. That's probably very, 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 very good. Although it's probably extra fiber, so it's probably good for you. Well, there's plenty of fiber in figs anyway. Right. So. Okay. Thank you. Um. In garden-related news, it looks like ladybugs are going to be in short supply this year. Yeah, I saw uh, that too, yeah. 
What's the mm-hmm. reason behind that? Supply chain stuck on ships in uh, uh, Long Beach Harbor? What? Just the Years of drought and extreme fires right. have resulted in dismal, dismal collection seasons, while costs for collecting have nearly doubled in the past two years. Huh. So... Yeah, so what, if, you, if you want ladybugs in your yard, when you when they're See in the stock, opportunity. when Get they're them. in yeah. stock, buy them because they're they're not going to be readily available from what it's from what it sounds like. One of one of the our two suppliers, our primary suppliers of ladybugs, is uh, sent out the warning, and the other one we seem to be doing all right. Our primary source is still sourcing, still doing okay. Yes, yeah. So just be, just be aware of that as we get. Yeah, closer into the, into the closer yeah. into the season. You know, if all else fails, just use chemicals. <laughs> Better <laughs> insect control through chemicals. Through chemicals. Through science. Through science. Uh, let's see. We're gonna we're gonna go to the phones where Barbara is waiting. Good morning, Barbara. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. What can we do for you? Okay. Um, I noticed a big old dark colored worm mar- munching on one of my tomatoes uh, yesterday. And I'm not used to seeing dark worms on a tomato, so I just wanted to know. I looked it up, and some are calling it an army worm, um, some other names for it, if it's the right thing, because it's a, kind of a dark dark brown, and it has on the sides going down either side a tan stripe and then a smaller light stripe on, top, on the, running along the side, too. Hmm. Is your tomato plant near a compost pile? Uh, no. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure which one that would be, but right. if, you, if you see it and it's eating your tomatoes, it's then not good. It's, yeah. not, it's not good. Yeah. And I would probably uh, treat the tomatoes with either uh, spinosad or BT. That should take care of it. Yes. Okay, or so if you see it and you can pick it off, just, I know that's just gross. step on I it. I, I'm looking at it in an envelope right now. So. <laughs> well, are you going to mail it? <laughs> They, <clears throat> army worms do have a stripe down the side, but I don't know them being super dark. I mean, they're they're greenish and and but not yeah, dark. This one's definitely not green. Huh. It could be an army worm, but it's, they certainly have that that line going down the side of them. And it's a nice, it's a nice fat one. It's probably about a uh, three quarters of an inch long. We shouldn't call well, them half an inch long. We yeah. shouldn't call them fat. It hurts them. <laughs> you could say it's larger than the average worm, but let's not let's not call it names. Yeah, but the, curves, yeah. okay. the BT will take care yeah, of it. The BT will take care of all the the, the uh, larvae that Things are eating that, your plants. Yeah, yeah exactly. without hurt, without hurting any of the uh, beneficial insects that might or, be in the or area. affecting your tomato. Yeah. So you don't know where it might have come from, or because you asked. I'm guessing a compost. moth probably laid an egg there so, at some point. In yeah, time. it's it's a, it's a moth. Yeah. Okay. All right. So just BT, and then um, so just start spraying it now, just to. I, that's the only one I saw on there, and it was eating the top of the tomato. It wasn't like eating the leaves like most uh, worms do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would go. I, I would go ahead and treat the plants now. And that that should take care of it. In case there's right. other eggs down on the other foliage, but is it eating tomatoes or yeah. the yeah, it's, the, it's the actual the, fruit? Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll eat the, the tomatoes. They'll eat strawberries as well. well. See, that's your problem. You shouldn't be having tomatoes in your yard right in now. It's, There's it's, the well, this one is left over from last year. It's what part of it survived, and it's going crazy. It's growing like you know nuts right now. Yeah, so this weather is yeah. enjoying the weather. And, yeah, and it's got two small green tomatoes, and I found it munching on the top of one of them. Yeah, yeah. spray yeah. it. Yeah, go give ahead. it some BT. Give it some BT. That'll take care of it, and that'll take care of any other. Immature ones that are too small for you to see at this point in time. Well, so it'll kill the larvae, <clears throat> the eggs or the larvae? It, or it won't kill, as it they, won't as kill they the eggs, only, only the larvae when it starts feeding. Yes. Okay, all right. How often should I spray that? If there's um, problems once, on there, once a week. Okay. If you see Or continued. in accordance with the label. Well, I think okay. that's what this is. <laughs> yeah, I think it, yeah, it's once a <laughs> week. The label all is right, the law. all right, all right. <laughs> Read the label. <laughs> Okay, and can I spray too off? I mean, too long, or just keep spraying till the tomato is done for the year? No, I. It, when you see problems, spray in accordance with the label directions. But yeah, if I, you, you just saw one, you could spray it. And if there are any other eggs emerge uh, or hatch this week, then it'll take care of them as they begin to feed. But that's probably all, right. all you're going to need to do for at least the next few weeks to a month, maybe more. And you, you can okay. look around too on your under the leaves and such. The uh, their egg mass looks like a bunch of uh, like cotton candy. Okay, almost like white fly stuff. 
Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay. Thanks, Barbara. Bye. Have a great weekend. You too. Okay. Bye. Take care. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Uh, I saw an interesting story. Let me see if I can find it here. While you're looking for that interesting story, this reminds me of going to Little League practice in Mr. Idol's Continental with the suicide doors on it. Oh, the backseat? Yeah, yeah. They open backwards. Yep. Yeah, you don't want to whip those open when you're flying down the road. But you do want to rip all the other doors open while you're driving (laughs) down the road. Just not the suicide doors. (laughs) What did I do with that? And it had like an LCD uh, speedometer. It was like a silver thermometer marking that went up. As oh, it. I don't remember that. That's it. That's, That's it. it. I was okay. just waiting for you to find that. Okay, found it. Um, interesting article about kind of about uh, Knott's Berry Farm, which was started by Walter and Cordelia Knott um, in the early part of the 20th century. And it was about boysenberries. And boysenberry, uh, boysenberry is actually a hybrid between a blackberry, a loganberry, and a raspberry. And it was hybridized by, oh, where's the guy's name? Uh, Somebody. Well, his last name was Boysen. Um, Go figure. And That, that kind of makes sense. And... Yeah, it was Rudolph Boysen, and he was really good friends with the Knots, and he gave it to he gave the plants to them, and they started growing them at Knots Berry Farm. Interesting, and that's where um, that's where boysenberries came from. Yeah, Rudolph Boysen. Yeah, he had a farm in Anaheim. Yeah, exactly. But I think it was about 1932 that 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 came up. So, huh? I did not. That's kn- pretty cool. I, I did not know that until I, I until I just happened. Happened across it, and poisons yeah. are extremely productive down here, and yeah. I guess up there too. Yeah, they are. Yeah. We just redid all our cane berries, cleaned out all the last year's canes, and tied up the new ones, and, and are looking at flowers all over them already. Already, already. Wow, yeah. pretty exciting. Well, this week has been a yeah, it's big been... week for all sorts of things. My plum trees that were showing no signs of anything a week ago now are covered with buds that are. Going to open and then in the next within the next day or Wait, two. Yeah, you texted me two days ago, I think, asking about the Santa Rosa, and I said they're just starting. And I went out last night, and they are just it, it covered. Covered, it, amazing. Yeah, heat's been apricots open. Some everything this week, and the plums though have just pushed like crazy. Yeah, it, it's it's, like, it's getting very pretty in the in the orchard right now. Uh, on a sad note, as far as boysenberries are concerned, oh, uh, no. Rudolph Boysen. Never made a nickel off of his uh, discovery. Yeah, but we use his name all the time. <laughs> He's popular. He he lives on and he lives on in history. Yes, in everybody's uh, garden. Yeah. Um, well, not everybody. I, I, I did notice all that the the, uh, the uh, weeping cherries that we got in from Monrovia are the snow going nuts. Starting yeah, to those bloom. Those are very they're pretty as well. Really, they really, really are. Um, another one that we've got quite a few of them, and they're not. They don't sell real quickly right now, but in just a couple of weeks, they're going to be flying out the door. Is a 
the forsythias. Yeah. We got a lot of forsythias, and they've got a lot of buds on them. And when they're in bloom, they are beautiful plants. Really, really pretty. Right. They stand out. Yeah, bright yellow. You know, there's not a lot of... Yellow. There's not a lot of yellow... Yellow flowers in the garden. Well, yeah, there are. I mean, we got the the uh, Tacomas. Yeah, well, that's more of a tree. The shrubs. Yeah. Today, yeah. the argumentative portion will be played by George. <laughs> David's going to take a back seat. Today. Daffodils. Daffodils. Uh, I've got a bunch okay. of those up right now. Okay, I'll yeah. shut up. No, uh, no, 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 no. Yarrows. No, no, no. Man, yarrows. Yeah, yarrow's come in all the colors nice now. Yellow. I mean, it used to be that, that sun, what is it called, well, moonshine? Well, I have a lot of or... yellow, and so when he said that, I started picturing the yard going, oh, there's a lot of things. I guess I just don't have a lot of yellow in my there yard. There you go. HLB, the path forward? Yeah. Go ahead. I don't remember the story. Well, I thought you are the one that gave it to me. So. Well, let's give it back. <laughs> HLB, what is HLB? Well, Citrus t- greening. Oh, I know. Huang, I Long, Bing. Huang, Huang, there yeah. is, there are some, some... New possibilities on the horizon. Oh, very good. So they are working in Florida where this started, what, 20, 30 years ago? Oh, it's his... about, I, I just, I saw, I saw a date somewhere, and I think, it, I think we're about, in California, I think we're about 15, or 15 years into it. Okay. They are, are working on many different avenues, and what they were trying to come up with was, what are we doing not that there's cures available yet, but they're working on, this is yours, George. They're working on peptides. They're working on peptides. Yeah, but what do you say when I say peptides? Did I say microbial? Anti. Antimicrobial. Antimicrobial and plant defense-inducing peptides are being developed by many companies to provide near-term management of HLB, which that's what they're working on, rootstocks to help with that. Um, so we will see. Uh, it Very doesn't good. seem to be as dire right now. As it seemed three or four years ago, there are cures or on the horizon. On the horizon, yeah, they're the, doing things the insect, with breeding. The, the insect that brought it here wasn't detected in California until 2008, so we, we didn't know about it really here before that. That's yeah, that 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 was the that was the date that I remember right. seeing, and I think they found it. Didn't they find it originally down in like in Sweetwater area? I thought yeah, they, in in San Diego <laughs> County, it yeah. was along the southern edge uh, from Sweetwater River Valley. I think over and towards Hamul. And, it only and took ten areas. years to get here from Florida. It was detected in Florida in 1998. Ten years later, we had it. 98 was when HLB. No, the the, the insect. I don't know when the, it wasn't speaking. I thought it was longer ago than that. Maybe not. Everything seems longer yeah. ago. Yeah. Than yeah. The older you get, <laughs> yeah. But the HLB citrus greening disease is here. It is fatal for citrus. It causes them to decline and fruit not to ripen properly. But, and but most people don't have that. Correct. correct. It, yeah. The disease so itself. The disease itself is is very rare. Yeah. In, in Southern point, California. In, in Southern California. As soon as you start talking about it, everybody thinks they That's have true. it. And if you see a psyllid, that doesn't mean your tree is infected. Correct. But that is the control for preventing the spread of HLB is to control the psyllid. And so it is incumbent upon all citrus growers to control the citrus psyllid and horticultural oil right now will will do a good job of that or day after tomorrow when the warm weather dry uh, cools down or use the moderate oil right now it should be fine but backyard growers controlling the psyllid will help slow or prevent the spread until they come up with some kind of control for us and we and we we typically recommend spraying citrus with horticultural oil Two or three times a anyway, year, just yeah. as a right. just as a preventative, uh, well, because there, I can almost if you don't do that, I can you, almost guarantee you that you have some kind of insect on your that you on your citrus tree that you just no. don't notice. Correct. Um, C- citrus in San Diego. I mean, you're going to get insects. Yeah, uh, but the the horticultural oil is it's it it's yeah. great stuff because it's it's not, not a, po- a poison. it's not a poison. Right. It, it suffocates the insects, so you can have a tree loaded with fruit. Go out and spray it, and then as soon as you shut the hose off, you can go and pick the fruit, wash it off, and eat it. I, I'm, yeah. I'm smiling at you because Monday my neighbor said, look, my ficus tree is doing poorly. What's wrong with it? And Oops. it was losing leaves. So I walked over to her house and checked it out, and it it was scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was wiping it out from one side to the other, and I 
told them sure. it was a big tree, so that it would be hard for them to have sprayed that with horticultural oil. Yes. And I suggested the systemic, and then she's decided she's going to chainsaw prune that yeah. one and put a fruit tree <laughs> Cut in its place. Yeah. But then I went down well, that and, I, too. Yeah. and I said, you probably have – she asked me why one of her citrus trees died. And I said it was probably scale. And I went down and looked at the citrus trees and they were just covered with scale. Yeah. One of the worst infestations you would ever see all over the fruit, all over the leaves. And she hadn't noticed it. I mean, yeah. It was just it was that's, so – Again, yeah. But that, that happens quite often. I, I think it I does. shared last week we, – David and I did a class for the Carlsbad Garden Club on citrus and we had a leftover branch that was covered with scale i was helping a customer and she, with some other things and she showed me a couple pictures of her citrus saying my, my citrus doesn't look good but we just transplanted it you know is it shock and i said it could be let me show you something so i showed her that stick i said this is covered in insects and she looked at it and looked at it and could, didn't see anything yeah. she goes i don't see anything so i started scraping and then i opened my phone to you know to as a photo at large and she looked at it and she goes, oh my god that's what my tree looks like and so she Went home with horticultural oil. I was disappointed in that presentation. In the one that we did? Yeah, we had numerous people say that it was helpful. <laughs> yeah, we it was tried so not disappointing. to be helpful. <laughs> I, I did take home a ready-to-spray Monterey horticultural oil and the one-gallon refill. Left it on their gate last night. So hopefully that's, those scales on their citrus will be gone soon. But back to the psyllid, we want people to, to spray prophylactically, get out there and do it because... We want our citrus to survive, and, and I'm planting more and more, and I want it to yeah. make you it to maturity. You don't want to spread, exactly. That's correct, and, uh, <laughs> but I would say not prophylactically because the bugs have to be there for that oil to work. Well, when I say that, I mean go out there and a couple be times aggressive. a year you the, want to spray with no – just get out there and spray. The commercial groves are doing an excellent job of controlling the psyllids, so they are not part of the – major problem. part of the right. problem. Right. It is almost backyard every forever. backyard has a – a citrus tree in it, and Some we are we right. are going to be the important controls. People here. are going to move their well, fruit. It, or, yeah, if if HLB is found in a tree in somebody's backyard, they have to they will go through and eradicate all citrus within is it a thousand feet, fifteen of, a thousand or fifteen hundred feet right. of of your of your house. Yes, so I yeah, mean that, that means your neighbors are losing that, their trees. Like right? your your neighborhood is going to get yes, yeah, is going to get wiped yeah. going to get wiped out. So. Uh, Peer pressure. Keep a definitely keep, keep an, an eye, eye on it. It's a tiny it. little bug. Yeah, that's like you said, most people aren't going to know. And if you don't know, bring bring some bring it into the nurse, take pictures of it. Um, but most yeah. people aren't going to have it. Yeah. So it, we most do, people aren't going to have the disease. Correct. But most yeah. people Sorry. will yes. have the the psyllid that spreads it. Correct. And, and again, just because you have the psyllid doesn't mean you're going to get the disease. No different than you're not going to get malaria just because you were bit by a mosquito. Yeah, it, has and, to, and, it has to have bitten a tree or, you know. Yeah, it has to be infected. Most be infected likely first. you're not, that's not happening to your tree. I mean, you may have issues with your citrus, but typically that's not the problem. Right. It's usually water or insects, um, and we can help you figure it out, but. It's, it is because once you say that, people automatically think that they have the the yeah. only place in San Diego County that they have confirmed HLB was is up near Camp Pendleton on its way down from Orange, Orange and, County or Riverside. Yes, no nowhere else in the county. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Friends, stay on the line. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be talking to you when we come back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it 
listen well You see you can't please everyone So you got to please yourself And we're back With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to go up to Vista where Fran is waiting. Good morning, Fran. How are you? Uh, I'm but I wanted to ask a question about the roses. We were told that we need to spray and do everything by... Pray the 14th, but I had to put it off because of all this extreme heat, which I thought it's not good to spray during that time period. Then we're going to have rain. Am I in deep trouble? <laughs> Probably deep, not. Deep no, trouble. No, no, no. Government no, agents. Like go ahead government agents. <laughs> government agents are going to enforce that. No, don't worry about it. Just do it when you can. Okay. And okay. the February 14th is a... It's more like a guideline, really. It's a way to help you remember because they're associated with that day for some reason and helps you remember that I should do something with my roses and make sure they're done. Although if yeah. they have started leafing out like yeah. ours have, I probably wouldn't dormant spray them at this point in time. I would go ahead and prune them. You could you could give them a shot of the uh, horticultural oil, would take care of any insects that would be o- overwintering. But um, if, they're, if they're leafing out, I, I would avoid um, the heavy-duty... Uh, dormant spray. At oh, this point. okay. S- spray them at the growing season rate on the label, yeah. not the dormant season rate. Yeah, there's okay. foliage right. on there. There's two sprays that I'm supposed to do. One is the oils and something else. A fungicide Cop- of some sort. Copper, Fungi. perhaps. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Love listening to you as usual. Thank you thank very you. much, Fran. Have a great weekend. And happy Valentine's Day to all. Oh, thank Aww. you. Thank Same you. to you. Bye bye. Take care. Go Bengals. Exactly. Uh, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. I was out looking over. Your the, dead dog, the, Rover? No. The, um, God, the roses are growing like crazy right now. Yeah. We have quite a number out. with buds on them. Uh, Ken's bride and I were out there looking at it uh, yesterday, trying to figure out which one's going to give us the first. Who's going to? Yeah, gonna I, bloom I love first. doing that. Every, yeah. Well, typically every year, going yeah. out there and see which see, the, the first one to flower. See which yeah. one's going to be the first to show color. Um, we got some really nice Osmanthus fragrance in from somebody. I don't know who was growing them, but they're it, it's it's one of my favorite plants just because the flowers. Even though they, it's. It's an interesting plant because the flowers are completely inconspicuous and un and unnoticeable and unnoticeable. <laughs> yeah. But the fragrance is unreal. You smell them yes. from many, many, yeah. many feet yeah. away. Yeah, it, it's one of the most fragrant plants. You'll, but the you'll plant, smell them before you see them. Yeah, yeah. But the plant's just ugly. It's it's an I'm ugly sorry. plant. I'm sorry, that's not fair. It's, it's fair. not attractive. It's not an attractive yeah, plant. Much like in us. the wrong situation, it, it yeah. the tip burns and they have, it gets yeah, it gets So yeah. what's the best culture for them? They Is have partial shade foliage what? made for radio. They do. Yeah. yeah, they do. But in Asia, you, they, there's an osmanthus sauce that that they make with the Really? The flower. Yes, you can buy it. You actually can buy it. And what do we do with it? Make cookies with it. You put it on So it's it, like it's sweet. I was gonna say like honey almost. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Have you had osmanthus sauce? I have sauce? had osmanthus sauce. In- I think it was in Hong Kong, but that's interesting. I've I, never I, heard I, of that. I did not know. Never that. heard of that. There's a, another tree or plant that is kind of like that, and my neighbors, my parents' neighbors, have a big Michaelia champaca. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. I can smell that. I mean, it's a hundred feet away. But that's go actually a good-looking tree. Yes, yeah, it is. Can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah it can yeah, be. But yeah, the, yeah, flowers, yeah, right. yes. the flowers are somewhat inconspicuous. They're inconspicuous, but man, the fragrance on them is unreal. It really, it really, it, yeah. it really travels. Yeah. You know another one? It's like that. It's Claria. Mm-hmm. Claria japonicus. Yep. Yellow flowers again, but yellow. Yeah. I thought there were no yellow. There were no yellow flowers, well. Mark. We're not listening to the show. Where have all the yellow <laughs> well, they're, flowers They're gone. inconspicuous. But they smell good. They do smell yeah. good. We used to have that big one in the shade play, shade house out in, in Point Loma that used to grow along. I mean, it was just a big 15-gallon overgrown. It wasn't even particularly attractive because just the way it was growing. But all of a sudden, you walk outside there, and you can just smell it. Oh, they're, they're, yeah. It, yeah, I planted one. I planted one outside my back door. For that very reason, right. and, it's a, and it's it's a it's a nice looking plant. It's super full. It's right. about six feet tall. Um, 
It's never bloomed in the 20 years that it's been there. Really? And I think maybe it's it, because it's like, in constant shade. I mean, so you it take never, too it good a care of it. It too, doesn't get yeah. any. It doesn't get any direct sunlight at all. And I think that I think that might be part of the problem. But it's a clear is a it's a it's a really nice. I love plant. that plant. It's a really love good plant. plant. And it's not. A, I mean, it's not not readily available. Correct. Right now, and and it's people not a lot yeah, of people growing it. No, it's in the camellia family. Correct. If I'm not mistaken. You are absolutely right. Yeah. And because it gets no sun, does it look great? Does the foliage oh, yeah. look no, really it's, nice? It's, on oh, it? it's it's really pretty. I mean, it's it's a really nice big plant, but. And it's full. But. For this and other plants you can't get, listen to Garden Talk. <laughs> I, the uh, Samanthus, though, I, the, the sweet olive, right? Yes. Is another yes. Comment. Whenever I walk around and smell it, I, I want to get one. But when, yeah. And, the, and then you go look at it. And then it. you look at it. It's like, where would I put this that, it, that I can get the scent but not see it? Put it behind something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, the power uh, box. Uh, what's the other one? Night Blooming Jasmine. Yeah. Incestrums. Yeah. Incredible. Fragrance to the flowers, uh, really, really strong fragrance, almost too strong if it gets too big. Yeah. Um, but it's an ugly plant. I it remember really a shovel prune story about that plant. Your dad yeah, in the middle of the night. Yeah, my dad right. got up and ripped the one out from behind the house and while threw he, it into while the he alley. Could still smell yeah, when he could still smell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the the fragrance on on, on Sestrum is it, it's it's wonderful but man it can it can I, be overpowering I, I, I said i i remember growing up in two of them the house that i'm in now and, and there's one outside the window that every right, right before school started it would oh yeah summer the kitchen yeah they start yeah would just it would just and I think be the, over overpowering actually the yeah. foliage looks like a peach or a nectarine does. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. does. When the when the um, when the bugs slugs and snails it. exactly. Aren't eating it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, bugs. Uh, yeah. Really bugs on mine. Yeah, it's a it's a it can be a bug magnet. So. Oh yeah. So once again, that's another one of those plants that if you have some extra yeah. <laughs> if you have if you have an area where you can tuck it behind some other good looking plants, uh, you can enjoy the fragrance and not have to look at the yeah. ratty appearance of the uh, correct the plant itself. <laughs> um, We'll see what else did we have. What other ugly did you see the have? hydrangeas in the center of the store? The florist hydrangeas, the pinks and yeah. the blues with the mixed with the stargazer lilies, I think yeah. they were. Those yeah. are fragrant. Yeah, we've got I, <laughs> I kept walking through customer service yesterday and I could smell I could smell something. And, and it was not I. No, it wasn't you. because uh, this was actually a pleasant, pleasant smell. Pleasant smell. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say well, Thank you. But uh, it was uh, somebody somebody had a, a vase full of I think there's stargazer lilies on the back wall behind customer service, and it just, it filled the entire area with that lily fragrance. It was. It, do you like the lily fragrance, or is it yeah, a, I a do. bit much? No, it's okay. I'm okay with All it. Right. You know, so what, where, what where I, do you stand, David? It sounds like you would say it's, it's a I bit much. I think it's a bit much. Yeah. What I don't like about lilies is the pollen. Oh, when you put yeah. it, it's you always, get it anywhere on you or your clothes. I mean, it's it, well, it, it, invariably might, we'll have customers with pollen on their on noses because nose people want to go smell yeah. the lily, yeah. and then they have pollen on their noses. Yeah, yeah. tell you, yeah, it's and kind keep of your nose out of ah out yeah. of our flowers. And that's why when you get lilies from the florist, usually the, oh, they take the they, stamens they out. take the stamens off. Yeah, because it 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 yeah. it's bad. Stuff. I mean, it, it really stains. You can yeah. take it and put it in a little jar and tell people it's uh, saffron. Uh-huh. I mean, it wouldn't be, but you could tell them that. I guess you could tell them that, although it doesn't look anything like it. No. Uh, so uh, we did have some. We did have some really nice fifteen-gallon uh, leptospermum in stock. I don't know where Brian found those, but they were. I do. They're gorgeous. They're, they're really pretty, and they're in and the they're in full bloom. And they tree form. And we, both, oh, we okay. we had both col- we had both columns and uh, patio trees. Really nice, fifteen gallons. As as did we nice talk about that last week? Because we, yeah. I, I, I think we a did. Little but bit, but yeah. he also brought some nice five gallons. Because yeah. we we, I said they were Helen Stribblings, and you said right. no, they, no. I I noticed you pausing when you started to say what they were. They were mislabeled. Okay, and I uh, did not know what variety it was. Are they apple blossoms? They might be, okay. but they are not Helen Stribblings. They're not Helen Stribblings. It, it's a very I Easy remember to talking identify about that flower, now. but I did. I was helping a customer yesterday or the day before out there, and we have the red sentinel in, which is a less common variety. It is deep red, the same deep red of ruby glow, but it's a single flower, and because oh. it's a single flower, it, it's kind of a standout. 
I don't uh, think I, I don't think I saw that. There's there's some out there in gallons right now, and it is a really neat. It's like Helen Stribling, but it's in a, a deep blood red. red. Burgundy, yeah. We were supposed to get. Uh, I, I'll have to look and see if they came in, but uh, when Matthew was in from San Marcos Growers last week, they had some of the ground cover leptospermum. Have you seen that? No, it's not a, recently. But is it? It, he had he had it in five he had it in five gallons and we were they ordered, staked we, or were they low? No, they were low. I mean, they were they were it was spilling out of the pot. We have the one in the Garden Railway in Poway, mm-hmm. and we had we used to get them staked up and then they would drape down. Exactly. It makes a nice weeping willow over the pond, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's Leptospermum. Uh, Rubestri is that it? No, that, well, that's not what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. I'm not. Do you know the species I, name of the one? I, I don't. It, it but it was. A, it's a. It was a really pretty plant. It also makes a very nice miniature weeping tree if you stake it up and let it trail. Down. Yeah, these were these weren't staked. They were. It was basically a can full and spilling out of the, and spilling out of the can. But the foliage is a little bit smaller than than the scopariums. We did get some really nice weeping. Uh, not weeping whale tails from oh, San Marcos yeah. growers. They have whale two tail. gallons. It's a Sansevieria, the real broad nice. form Sansevieria. Oh, I didn't see uh, that. And I think we only got a half a dozen or so. And, and I talked to Ted, and they got them at, at the other store as well. So both stores have them, but they were disappearing very quickly. He told me they had thirty more. And I asked him to hold all thirty of them. He sent me a picture of them. They're slightly smaller than what we have now, but that's one of Air quotes, those plants right now. Right. No. Very cool. Mason's Congo is its real name, I think. And it's called whale fin or whale tail. Real broad form. Yeah, much different than a regular sense of area or snake plant. I'll have to check that out. Horizontalis, I think, is the one I was thinking of. I I think you're you're right. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Uh, That's an early what? relationship song. <laughs> Valentine's song. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you want to give us a call, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, was Again, walking around, looking at some of the different stuff that we have in the store. A couple of weekends ago, Melanie and I, Went to the zoo. It was a big mistake. Uh, it was just way too people-y. There was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to not having to deal with people. It was, I, it was, you know, good on them. It was, it was packed. I mean, I, and I think, I think a lot of it is people are just, they just want to get out and, exactly. and do stuff. Get and, out and, and do stuff. You know, they're outside. And, and so anyway, it as always, the place looked looked spectacular. But we were walking around through over on towards the Africa rock side and I looked up and there was this really beautiful tree um, grown on the, grown on the side. And um, we stopped, we, we stopped to take a look at it because I wanted to figure out what it was. And it was a Moringa. It's a, it's a really, really pretty 
tropical looking tree when it gets big. We have them in we have some in five gallons right, some five gallons right now um, at the at the store, um, and they just don't look like much. Well, they're, they don't like winter, but I'm guessing like it was warm enough on it, on the mesa there. That it must have been warm enough up there, but the but the foliage gets much bigger than it than it does when it's right like right now the five gallons the foliage is kind of small and yeah puny looking but when it get when it grows into a into a decent sized tree it's a really really pretty tree so oh. i i haven't seen i don't, I don't know yeah. i still don't know what the big attraction of moringa is isn't it you a superfood? It is. Isn't it, supposed it, is. To it is because yeah. everything is supposed to be edible yeah, the, so you can the leaves the, leaves, uh, the seeds yeah. the roots i mean everything is is useful Yule Gibbons was way ahead of his time. He really well, was. It's a it's a good looking tree, and it, it what they they weren't overly huge. I mean, it was maybe twelve fifteen feet tall. Do you know what I did this week? No, I planted one of my four avocados that I've been nursing for over a year. I put it into the ground finally. Very good. Well, that's a surefire way to get it rid was, of it. It was gem. I finally planted my gem. Is that the one we bought together two, three, four, six years ago? And it wasn't that many. Okay. It was between one and two. Okay. It was probably 16 months ago. But I think what we are overlooking here is the fact that it's you still alive. It. Well, yeah. no, that it's alive. I kept it watered for a over pot. a year right. in a container. Right. Yes. Now I just have three more to go. And I violated my sol- sol- solemn oath not to buy any bare root trees this year until I got all four avocados planted. But I did plant my green gauge plum, and it is pushing – not green not gauge, green gauge my elephant, elephant heart, heart plum, right. and it is pushing – Foliage and buds right now as well. We did have green gauge plums in five gallons. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. I might have to get one of those. I don't know where I'm going to put it. Yeah, I used to have a. Just to, leave it in the container. In the I, side used to yard. Have a, I used to have a red leaf plum in the mow strip next to the driveway when I built the house, but of course they don't live very long, so uh, it disappeared. But that was a really pretty tree. Very, very nice yeah. looking. Foliage to contrast they are, against nice the greens, and, they, of the and when they bloom, they're beautiful. Correct, and they grow fast. So the fact that they're short lived, they they fulfill their their destiny quickly. So you can enjoy yeah. them and then replace them if need be. But it's still a it's a nice looking plant. And I guess if you want to do it with a fruit tree, you could do it with uh, spicy spicy nectar plum. You get the right. red oh, you get the red foliage and yeah. fruit. Yeah, that's true. And, and the peach leaf curl that you don't necessarily get on the red plum. That's true. Although there's a that midge that gets on red plum. Yes. Yeah, it, yes. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Uh, another interesting little plant that we, that I spotted in the store is Louisias. We had a pretty good selection of them. That's a little succulent. Yeah, that little yeah. succulent little succulent rosette has a really cute little flower yes. on it too. Um, had quite a few of those. And from Monrovia in Oregon, something that we don't get very often at all, they're butted up, but they haven't started blooming yet. Rhododendrons, true rhododendrons. Uh, um, those are, I love, I was, you it, thought I was going to say Bach. Ah, <laughs> Bach. No, yes. I, I, Mass they're reference. gorgeous. They're gorgeous trees or shrubs. Yeah, it's a, it's a really pretty plant. Little challenging. Yeah. A little challenging here. I mean, but it, they can be grown. Treat uh, them like a blueberry. There you go. And you uh, should be successful. We're going to go down to Chula Vista where Alan is waiting. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Good morning, guys. Doing good. Uh, hey, I just have a comment or maybe a question. About uh, I, about three months ago, maybe four months ago, I had a bad case of scale on my Eureka lemon tree. Mm-hmm. And I called in and you suggested uh, spraying with horticultural oil. Yes. And had really good success. Uh, the tree is full of blossoms, but there's some areas of the tree where the, where the scale was, uh, the ranches still look really rough and everything. Uh, but it looks like it's coming back. I just wonder, is there anything to be concerned about the, the appearance of the branches from the scale, previous scale? Well, the tree has less foliage on it to protect the branches from sun, so you might want to whitewash it with some uh, half-strength diluted water-based paint, white water-based paint. Latex, yeah. Um, but I would go feed the heck out of it right now and encourage some growth so that the leaves will protect those branches from the sun. It's great that the flowers are coming out, and they should be followed very shortly by foliage. Yeah, it already, it already has fruit on it. Of course, they're green uh, lemons. But um, anyway, yeah, I just, I'm really happy with the thing coming back. Uh, that tree is probably about 50 years old. 
Excellent. That's how we got yeah. started with uh, the guy in Oceanside. Larry in Oceanside. Yeah. Larry in Oceanside. Yeah. He was going to replace his tree because it didn't look good in a oil spray, and it came out beautifully. Cost us a sale of a tree, though. Yeah. But so we sold oil. you use a whitewash? A white water-based paint. A oh, white, white latex paint, paint. And you can spray it, uh, paint it on the branches to help reflect the sun if there's not much uh, leaf cover on those on your tree. Okay. Is that going to be any, uh, beneficial to a tree or, or harmful to a tree in any way? Well, it's beneficial, beneficial. In, in that it, it reflects sunburn, the, yeah. the sun, so you won't burn the, the branches. If you want, you can just do the upper surfaces and the western surfaces of the, of the tree. Okay, good. I'll give it a try. Okay. Very good. All right, thank you. Thank You're you. welcome, Take Alan. Have a great weekend. Thank quick, you, too. Quick recap Bye. of the uh, classes coming up. Uh, <laughs> well, you would ask. Sorry. Today. I, there we I, go. I, okay. Um, in San Diego at 9 o'clock, it's uh, Garden Bed Preparation with Richard. And in Poway, it's How Orchids Rebloom with Chuck McClung. And he will be doing a book signing after the class as well. Uh, both should be very good. Very good classes if you're looking I, yeah, for something to do this morning. I just re- I just received a text from Charles Carpenter who says Bengals question mark he's got his money on the Rams. Of course he's a Southern California guy. Yeah. I get it. Okay, okay, it's okay. You're okay with that? Oh yeah. All right. Well, I mean and- I'm okay with him rooting for whoever he wants to root for. You've been listening he can to the be Garden. Wrong. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back next Saturday morning with another hour of Garden Talk. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.